0: Welcome to NU
1: Declassified, a look into how Wildcats thrive and survive on Northwestern's campus. I'm Divichie
2: Vakil and I'm Ilana Arigetti.
1: Family weekend has come and gone, and with it, an opportunity for students to show their parents where they call home. But for some, Northwestern has been their home since childhood. What's it like growing up on a college campus? And what's it like studying on the same campus where you grew up?
2: Communications professor Melissa Foster lives in Shepherd Hall, as the dorms faculty in residence with her daughter, Viva Borese.
1: I'm Melissa Foster. I am a senior lecturer. So I'm a professor in musical theater. So I'm in the theater department in the School of Communication. And you?
3: I'm Viva Oh, oh. Yeah, I
1: guess you are Viva. Vivian, how old are you? I am eight years old. So how long have you guys been living in this residence?
3: Do you know that answer? Let me see. So
1: I've been at school um, four years now. This is our fourth year. She's right. Professor Foster, what prompted you to take this role? I love connecting with residents. I teach music theater, and so I only work with students in musical theater. So I was interested in connecting with residents in a larger scope, wider range, more Uh, multifaceted interests and majors and parts of the university. I also went here and was an RA and loved residential life and although this role is very very different than that it was sort of coming back to all of the different aspects that enrich the university experience beyond the classroom. How would you say your role now differs from an RA? Obviously not a peer of my students here. While we both do programming our programming has sort of a different slant an example is my black panther event so we when black panther came out last year i had one of the only black comic book shop owners from chicago so he came up and gave a 45 minute lecture oh, uh, oh i never knew that yeah you were you weren't here you were out that night on the history of black superheroes in Marvel and swore like a sailor. So it wasn't like a stuffy lecture at all. It was, you know, fun. I had about 50 residents in here and we all ate heckies and then we all went to opening night of Black Panther. So it was educational and also multicultural and also pop culture and also community building. Vivian, what has your experience been like the past four years?
3: Well, it's been really cool and weird at the same time. And sort of scary because we hear all these noises. The door that the students go out to it sounds like they're in our house. Some students get confused and come in here. And, <laughs> no, they don't. It's, yes. <laughs> it's just really cool living in a actual college building. What's your morning routine like? Uh, well, yeah, what I do you do day? wake up very late so I can annoy my mom. <laughs> and then I have to get really, really fast. So I get dressed and I usually just watch TV until my mom comes out. of getting ready. And then I eat breakfast and then go to school. I learn stuff, <laughs> and then I either go to a after-school club, or my mom picks me up and takes me to dance or swimming. Do you and... want to tell her what
1: it's like when your friends come over?
3: Oh, yeah, they're always amazed.
1: Do you guys go out in the lobby? Yeah, we usually scream
2: in there.
3: And how do students usually react? What? <laughs> you are not a college kid.
1: And then what about your birthday party? Oh, yeah. Where was it? Wait. This year? Uh, Like, downstairs. And what was the theme? Harry Potter. And did any residents come?
3: Yeah, they sang happy birthday to me.
1: What is your experience? Oh, fantastic. It's quite immersive. My hours are much different than my friends, as in a lot of the events I'm hosting are late at night, because that's when college kids can come. And also, a lot of events are after she goes to sleep, so that yeah. I can still spend my time with her, and then, and then go. then so many food. So, yeah, you do miss a lot of the food, don't you? Sorry. It's definitely kept me young. I find myself running over to the dining hall, you know, in... sweats or pajama pants and I'm thinking I'm way too old to be doing this but you just get used to what's around you also it's really nice to have the dining hall isn't it really nice (laughs) (laughs) so Vivian how do you feel about Northwestern since you've been so immersed in the culture basically a student
3: I think it's weird and great at the same time it's a huge huge place and it just feels like I'm sharing a place with a bunch of people I don't know
1: (laughs) (laughs) do you like your backyard Oh yeah! Tell her what's what's your, what's our backyard.
3: It's just this huge area where students can study, but I would sort of wish for a um, treehouse.
1: <laughs> Do you think the students would mind if we put a treehouse out there in the courtyard between Allison and Shepherd in eighteen thirty eight Chicago? Nah. What about
3: Treetop? Oh yeah. Tree Tots, a cool event I do where I get to go around in pajamas and sometimes bring stuff to animals and give out treats. <laughs> where do
1: we give out treats? Are uh, we, like, where are we?
3: Sometimes we're upstairs, and sometimes we're at
1: 1830. And the engagement center. And,
3: sometimes. And
1: then how do we give out treats? What do you do?
0: Treats! Who wants treats? Are most kids happy to see you? Yeah. Would you ever let... Um... A student babysit for
1: you oh my gosh they totally do she loves them and when they come over she's like what are you leaving to me they're like her friends
3: because I can go up to their rooms yeah
1: she loves that and envisioning because where do you want to go to school Where do you want to go to college
3: here so we're saving up <laughs>
1: While Vivian continues to make Shepherd Hall her playground, others are growing up coming back to campus and establishing a student identity in their childhood home. Here's NUD
2: Classified's Stan Hu with Weinberg freshman Sophia Bochkovsky. Her father worked as a professor in the Department of Communication Studies for most of her life, and then she applied ED at Northwestern. My name is Sophia Bochkovsky. I'm 18, and I'm from here in Evanston.
0: How many other people do you know have? a parent or family member working here?
2: So, coming from Evanston, I went to the high school here in the city. So I know about 15 people who have parents that work here on campus. Yeah, Evanston has a really good public high school. It's one Mm -hmm. of the best in the state. If a professor works at Northwestern, it wouldn't be uncommon for their kids to go to Evanston Township High School. So my dad was raised in Argentina. He moved to the United States to go to Cornell University to get his PhD. From Cornell, he had different jobs in different places until he secured a job at MIT for about five years. And then from MIT, he was sent here to Northwestern about 12, 13 years ago.
0: Growing up, did it affect you, the the fact that your dad was a professor here?
2: It was a huge benefit. I got to use SPAC as a kid to play tennis. The Norris game room in the basement was where I had birthday parties. I really appreciated that my dad worked here. It gave me a good inside scoop of sort of a college life in that sense.
0: Wow wait can you tell me about the birthday parties? That sounds so cool.
2: (laughs) When we were kids my dad taught us ping pong as he played ping pong as a kid and Norris has a ping pong table and it's been there for ages. This game room had opened up not long before my dad had gotten there and it was a pretty popular thing at the time. You know as kids like we thought it was the coolest thing ever to have a birthday party at Northwestern and so me and my sister both had a few birthday parties at Norris which was a bit bizarre but we loved it.
0: Yeah so you like kind of grew up in this environment. I did. And, like, fully immersed in it.
2: It did. My mom worked far away. My mom worked in the city as when we were kids, and so if ever we were sick, my dad wasn't like right. he could just take off class, so often we would have to sit outside and wait while he taught. And I thought it was so cool as I watched, like, students walk into class. He t- he teaches in Francis Searle. We never sat inside the classrooms, but it was always okay. an interesting scene for me. feels almost too normal to be on campus.
0: What does that mean?
2: (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean? So I never thought I would go here. Uh, Northwestern was like never a top choice when I was looking into colleges, in part because I knew Northwestern so well. I intend to take your daughters to work day six years in a row. Allison was my like favorite place to go eat food when I was growing up. They took away the soft-serve machine, which made mm-hmm. me very sad. I never thought that like when I was a kid I would go here, and so now that I'm here, it almost feels like a second home in a way. I have a class in Francis Searle, which is always an awkward—I feel like I'm entering the building every day, in a building that I entered with my dad like every weekend to go play ping-pong.
0: Bukowski wasn't even thinking about applying to Northwestern for college at first. She considered distant schools and more urban environments, especially NYU. When senior year actually rolled around, Bukowski not only reconsidered Northwestern, but applied early decision.
2: I wanted to get as far away as possible. And then we visited NYU junior year. And I went and they started to talk about the 11 campuses they had um, all over the world. And one of them was in the heart of Argentina, 10 blocks away from where my family was from. And then I sat with a Northwestern admissions officer to have like an interview meeting. And I asked her a trillion questions. We talked for like an hour and a half. She encouraged me that if I wanted to find a global home here, I could. I guess my decision came down to the idea that I loved Northwestern since I was a kid, but I knew that if I wanted to make it my own community at my home, that I would do that. And that's what I did when I got here.
0: Do you wonder what life would have been like if you went to NYU?
2: Yes, especially last weekend during Parents' Weekend. You know, it's Parents' Weekend for me every weekend if you want to play that game. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even see my parents as much as I thought I would, but if I ever need them, I just can call home and they'll come if they need to. And my parents barely spend time with me during Parents' Weekend. I mean, I had dinner with my dad Uh and that was about it. You could see that kids were crying when they saw their parents and parents were super excited and wanted to spend all the weekend with them. And so then I started to think about if I lived in New York would have meant so much more to me at the time. So I do think a little bit about how different my life would have been. It would have been less community-oriented, but I would have done something a little bit different if I was in New York, major-wise.
0: Can you tell me about how you've been able to find your global home here?
2: My global home? I live super far south, and my dad works super far north, and so there's that <laughs> boundary. <laughs> I mean, my dorm is amazing. I mean, the dorm itself is horrible, but the people in it are amazing. And I have a great group of friends away from anyone I've known from home. I guess I've been able to make that boundary with meeting new people and getting to know campus from like the lenses of someone who's moved here from Florida or from LA or from Boston. A lot of people come here from different places and love to explore the downtown area. Growing up here, I mean, I know, knew all the restaurants from like the back of my hand. I do feel like it would have been cool to have been able to explore a bit. But it's a huge perk living here in Evanston and having that family so close. I was pretty sick in the first and second week of school. So being able to like go to a doctor's appointment like with a parent was very convenient and having my doctor here is very convenient. I knew Northwestern quite well when I got to campus. I really did. I had gone into tech to study when I was in high school. I knew Maine Library. I studied in Norbrooks when I was a kid. I guess I'm reminiscing a little bit of my childhood when I come here, but I try not to think about it like that.
0: Okay, I'm gonna ask you to try and enter your dad's point of view Ooh. for a second. <laughs> How do you think he feels that you come here now?
2: So we're in such different majors and communities that it doesn't have that much of an impact. Now, if I did go into the comm department, it would be a little bit more bizarre in my perspective and I think for him too. So I think the fact that like we've created this boundary that like I'm in Weinberg and he's in comm and I will never overlap in his classes and he'll never teach in Weinberg is a big perk. I mean, we get together once a week.
0: How do you think your relationship with this campus will change moving into the future?
2: I think that as I like grow and form these new memories, I think that a childhood will go more in the past. I do think like I enjoy having the mix and I joke around with friends. You know, Norris has really changed since I used to go there. Like Mm -hmm. Mod Pizza didn't exist, Patty Squared wasn't there. There was like a Freshies when I was a kid. Norris has changed tremendously, and so in a sense, like I see my childhood there, and then again I don't. I think that I will create new memories that don't like suppress the old ones, but don't make them so much in my head as they do now.
1: A big thanks to Professor Foster, Vivian, and Sophie. This has been Alana Arrighetti, Dan Hugh, and me, Deviti Vakil. Thanks for listening to NUD Classified.
2: We'll see you in the next episode.